0: Dude, I, I don't know what's up with this week in wrestling. Like I can't I can't take like any more bad news or any weird stuff because like dude with the rock buying the XFL, Brandy Rhodes, like I don't, actually the craziest one, I don't know if you heard, like Marty Jannetty pretty much confessed to killing a guy on Facebook. Like freaking like freaking wait, like what, what's what is wrong with your what's your what's wrong with your right eye, dude? Like I've been meaning to ask you this since oh. since Wednesday. I I really I haven't told anybody about it.
1: I don't like talking about it, but uh, I I got kicked in the eye But but it's all right. I I took
0: care of him Wait, first of all you got kicked in the eye doing what? Actually, actually, hold on. Did you just say you took care of him?
1: Yeah, I took care of him. I mean the Howard Franklin isn't too far away from here. It was the Howard Franklin bridge? Yeah, the, look, we don't need to talk about
0: this anymore. Well, bro, you, uh, you brought it up, dude. Do, what, do you have a guilty conscience or something? What are you What are you talking about? You got kicked in the eye, and look, you took care of it. Mean,
1: you were asking me about the eye. We we weren't
0: even talking about that. Let's let's move on, please, dude. We're about to start the podcast episode. Are you just tell me, like, bro. I I don't feel comfortable going on air. Yeah, like, you to, know what? I've, I've had enough of this. You're next, kid. You're next. Izzy the prodigy here. Kenny, Brandon, what's going on? Chris Van Fleet here. I hope the episodes just keep getting better and better and better and just stacking them up like New Day pancakes. It was the biggest accomplishment of your podcast. So send me a thank you, write me a nice letter, tweet me, DM me, FaceTime me, I'm PCP for Christ Day. Well, welcome back, Brandon. What
1: was that little? I just can't believe. What was that you little know what? outburst? I'm a professional. I'm a professional.
0: We got to get this done. Let's yeah, you're a professional hitman, all right. Uh, we're probably going to have to. It's probably our last episode. Uh, Brandon's probably going to be investigated as soon as we go off air. Uh, so, enjoy them while you can, until I get my TPD nice cardboard. TPD is looking into it. Yeah, TPD yeah. is looking into it. What's even worse, Brandon, is you said the Howard Franklin Bridge. And literally, like, an hour ago, I guess, no, no joke, apparently somebody, like, got into, like, a hit-and-run and jumped off the bridge and died. So... <laughs> oh, they died! They didn't make it. So, now Dang. I'm wondering if you were involved in that. Because I'm getting a little I suspicious. Been, <laughs> the traffic. <laughs> But seriously, Brandon, what the hell is up with your eye? Can you tell everybody? Like, your eye is <laughs> swollen to shit.
1: Yeah, so I was doing this, some Brazilian jiu-jitsu. I like was <laughs> open mat thing, like a and warrior type sort of thing. So I don't really know what I'm doing yet. But uh, I was down, I'm, like, getting low, and I guess the dude was put, going to put me in a uh, triangle choke. Like, <laughs> a go- got- like a go-go plato or like a... Yeah, yeah, yeah like a go-go plato sort of thing. And uh, I took a knee to the eye, it's a knee, accident, like, accidental, like, the bump across the eye, and then I but thought it was good. But you told me that was, like, eyes... two weeks ago. Well, yeah, that's the thing, like, it swelled up, like, over, like, through the week. Like, so, like, I thought it was good, like, after I got back, but then, like, my eyes started Look, look, first of all, I don't, again. I don't, be- I don't believe swollen. it.
0: Brandon, Brandon's got pink eye. Brandon doesn't, <laughs> you know, Brandon, does, Brandon that scratches his ass. Eye, one of the two. <laughs> Brandon scratches his ass and he doesn't wash his hands. Does not wash his hands, it's one of the it's, two. It's by the two. way, this is not a 7 Eleven cup because uh, April saying, uh, Kenny with the 7 Eleven cup, this is a WrestleMania cup actually. So, this is actually uh, one that I got at <laughs> WrestleMania 35. Uh, me and Chris Van Vleet have this cup, it's true. Oh my god, that's a cool cup. This guy saves all of his cups, yeah. Me and yeah, uh, I, am hoping but that that's when uh, yeah. we got that when we bought uh, Jamie Mazowskis a beer, remember? Oh, that's right, of, man. Uh, that's right, Mania Crawl, yeah, yeah. So uh crawl, man, yeah, yeah. Man, that was cool to, to meet him up and stuff like that, man. Nobody that's the Isn't thing. Isn't that so, weird? Yeah. But, to, like, my yeah, almost. but yeah. not only that, the fact that um Jamie of Mania Crawl, he does like a, a bar crawl before WrestleMania uh every year. And he did a digital one this year, in fact. But uh it was funny because we we realized that no one buys this guy a beer at the arena. Like basically, or at the stadium, I should say. Basically, they everybody drinks beforehand, and then when they get to the stadium, they let them go. So me and Brandon noticed that we're like, "Hey, let's buy this guy a beer." Like, you know, he wants a beer at the stadium. Like, he's got a freaking fourteen-hour WrestleMania to watch. Yeah, like shit, man. And yes, and yes. April saying, "So you paid fifty dollars for it?" Yes, and we've told that story before on the podcast. It was like, how much Brandon? Like forty-seven dollars a sandwich. Like a, would, it was during like Roman the Roman Reigns versus Drew McIntyre match. We went to buy sandwiches. Oh, nice. They're like and they're like um, for it'll be forty seven. And Brandon's like for, for both. And they're like no each. And Brandon just Brandon just looks at me and he's like I'm gonna kill you motherfucker. Like Brandon's gonna throw me off the Howard Franklin Bridge. It
1: was too late at that point. I was like you know what we're watching the match up in the press box. Let's just let's just go for it, man. Pump it. Oh. <laughs> Eat our overpriced sandwiches. Uh, but yeah, but- hopefully this. This will heal up in a month or so. <laughs> we'll Brandon you put something on it.
0: Brandon. Or rub some turmeric on it. Yeah, rub, yeah, rub some turmeric on it. That'll <laughs> fix the whole situation. Yeah. But uh, I just want to, you know, before we start, I kind of want to give a, a heartfelt thanks um, to everybody. You know, I know that um, our episodes have been doing better week by week, uh, but I couldn't fathom. That we'd go, uh, I'd be really blunt, Uh, a couple weeks ago we had like 50 views on an episode and I was getting really disenchanted and being like, man, like, I know we have something to offer, I know we're entertaining, and yet, like, no one's watching this thing. And I always, it's always, I guess, the saying of the the night is darkest before the dawn, because the very next week we got 500. And then I'm like, oh man, like, I was on cloud nine, I'm like, oh man, like, we, you know, nine times the audience or ten times the audience, I guess, in that case. And, um... Then all of a sudden we get double that. So we, we have like 1,100 views uh, right now on our old episode. And uh, I'm really proud of that one because, yeah, we're, there's no wrestlers on that episode, I, on the cover, I should say. Uh, that episode cover is just me and you. And it's just like us doing the peace sign and the, the back. So it's like people felt compelled enough to just click on our pictures and see what we're about. You know what I mean? So uh, uh, I didn't so, think about it that way. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, you know, <laughs> that, that made me feel good because it was like, other podcasts you know and we did it this week i mean no no harm in it you know you just kind of put up the wrestling pictures and hope people click uh but yeah it was literally just us uh just literally just us um i, and I particularly like the one you did, did for this week <laughs> Like the random, it's got a lot of
1: randomness so on it but this it good.
0: this week uh has been like the I feel like the craziest week in professional wrestling where uh, it's just been so random like I couldn't fathom a week like this in professional wrestling so I kind of wanted to have that vibe on the cover and just like have every little bit of random info uh, there so yeah I didn't show off my graphical skill on, on this cover but you know. (laughs) But <laughs> but speaking of uh, you know uh, our success, recent successes, I've never really looked at our audio downloads. And, uh, and uh, for July, we had almost almost five thousand people download and consume our content, which is kind of crazy to me. So I've been yeah. I've been catering you know bluntly catering to the YouTube crowd, and I guess because you know obviously want to grow the platform. But uh, everybody out there in audio land, I give you a virtual kiss. Mwah. I love you all. That's right. I love you all. And that uh, way you get to the- you don't have to look at this
1: nasty, gnarly, pink-eyed now. First of all, it's the on.
0: Brandon. It's the other eye that's messed up. Brandon's, oh, pointing, Brandon's pointing. to the good eye. He, he, he doesn't even know which of his eyes work. <laughs> I, uh. I can't tell anymore. It's all—it's spreading. <laughs> it's, it's all that corona. It's just getting infesting your uh, your orifices. Orf, I can't. Why can't I say that word? <laughs> orphus, or 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 like I'm like a dolphin, orphus, or Speaking seal. Speaking of orphysis,
1: yeah, <laughs> for for Janetti, there, <laughs> he was having, it could have happened. It's possible. We don't know.
0: <laughs> you want? Do you have not, the Do you have the Facebook post
1: pulled up? <laughs> I think I got it pulled
0: up here. I want to I want to uh, hear I want to hear word for word what uh, Marty Janetti right. said. Um, about this and, and again guys in summarizing again thank you just thank you and if you if this is your first time consuming our podcast please uh hit that thumbs up uh subscribe we're, we're up to like 1.15000 subscribers too which just the other day we had like 1.12 so i mean uh right. that that's awesome like i i i couldn't <laughs> i couldn't ask for a better audience right now like honestly Oh, yeah. And then Brandon shows no, this, up with this bum eye. Look at this! <laughs> my bum eye is drooping
1: out. But yeah, no, this is random too because uh, it, it. I guess this this is pretty big. because I guess it hit the mainstream uh, news circuit because randomly my uh, brother-in-law. Like, uh, sent it to me in a completely unrelated chat. It was like, Oh, I know, because he you knows, like, I, I watch wrestling now, man. Yeah. And he was like, Oh, I thought, I thought you might want to see this. And he sent me a screen of Marty Gennetti's like, you know, Facebook post. I'm like, what and that's, is and this? that's his brother
0: in law, man. Like, that's his brother in law yeah. who's like, I, I've met him. Like, he yeah. doesn't watch wrestling. <laughs> like, that's funny, man. Yes. Read, read what Marty Gennetti said, because I, I. But yeah. By the way, so if you. Goes. Before, like, when you have a chance. Go to the dumpster fire that is um, Marty Gennetti's Facebook. Because he just says the most <laughs> racist and stupid stuff. He's like, uh, something's wrong with that guy. Like, I feel like he's seeking attention in all the wrong ways. A different time. That's yeah. why I'm wondering if, like, there's some nonsense going on. But anyway, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get to this.
1: Um, it's the drugs. so yeah he, he sit, yeah, he sent me this randomly. And so this is what it says. Uh, uh, I never told no one this. Even my brother Gino. Because Gino would have killed him. And I didn't want my brother gone. Hell, he'd only recently came back from Vietnam. I was 13, working at Victoria Lane's bowling alley, buying weed from a fag that worked there. And he put his hands on me. He dragged me around to the back of the building. You already know what he was trying to do. Uh, that was the very first time I made a man disappear. They never found him. They should have looked <laughs> at the Chattahoochee River. But Winnie, the girl in these pics... I liked you so damn much, probably my favorite, but I promised myself way back then nobody would ever hurt me again. That includes you. I loved you, but you hurt me with your fucking Jamaican jealousy. (laughs) You can go your own way. I don't need you. And he's got uh, yeah, pictures of her down, down uh, below. But this is just uh, <laughs> this is random. This is what my brother in law sent me in, like, this other chat. I was like, what the hell is this? And it was like,
0: I guess well, this is that out? Man. Yeah, why yeah, did wow, he put, put this out? It's so he, random. He messaged that out there. Yeah, wait, what's this? Say? Waiting for New Jack to reach out to Marty Gennetti and reform the gangster's dream team. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Do this. we got to worry about. Please go watch that promo. New Jack, New Jack's awesome for that promo. But, but what the hell is wrong with Marty Janetti? I, I like, I'm gonna be really blunt. Like, if you did kill a man, well, why, why, why are you letting the world know? Just get, you got away with it. Right. Just leave it be. Like, right. I'm not even well, trying I, to make light of the yeah. situation. It's just like, what the hell? Right, right.
1: Well, I guess apparently he did, or he's sort of owning up to it. Because I guess he no he's no doing no, no, energy, no read read the right? verbiage.
0: I want you to read the verbiage. He says something was it was the first time. As in the implication is like that he's killed multiple people. <laughs> did you read the verbiage <laughs> on maybe that? Maybe 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 he did. He was like uh, yeah, the first, was, time, I the first time, time I had to take care of someone. Right, that was the first time I had to take care of someone. Like the implication <laughs> is that he's killed people before. And then we, we, like, there was a time period where we thought this guy was going to be the next Sean like, the next Shawn Michaels, but, like, up there was Shawn Michaels. Like, we thought the two of them right. were going to be up here. Yeah, about that. Like, Gee, that's crazy. But you hear, you know what's crazy? Like, you hear about, like, the yeah. Jake the Snakes. You hear about the Scott Halls. And you hear about, like, the Marty Jannettis. And you're like, these guys were uber-talented. Why didn't they get the world title? Then you start delving sure. into their past, and, like, some fucked-up shit happened. And you're like, wow! They never got out of that headspace, you know. Jake the Snake with mm-hmm. his the abuse from his father. Scott Hall uh, in self-defense killing a man at a nightclub, and that just trying to drown his sorrows with booze, like to basically get rid of that memory. Even though the guy attacked him, and he was you know innocent. Allegedly, yeah. You know, it, well, it's he he's been <laughs> uh, what's the word exonerated from from all charges. You know what I mean so, but. Um, it's still like it still affects him. Like he, he took a life, is really how he looks at it. And then, like, then Marty Gennetti just nonchalantly, like, hey I killed a guy too. Like, the fuck, man. Like, I don't know. Right. I don't know. Something, something's really messed up with Marty Gennetti. And yes, I was just about to say this. abram Bump says, Dark Side of the Ring producers are licking their lips. Like, yes. <laughs> right. This yeah. is the next Dark Side of the Ring episode. When the party stops. Mar- the man. Marty yeah. Gennetti story. Speaking of, uh, yeah. speaking of, of, uh, Party stopping, uh, Chris Hamrick's just joined our Instagram live chat. (laughs) (laughs) That dick. He he says, hi, it's me. He He goes, hi, it's me. Oh, (laughs) man. Chris Hamrick is the stuff of legend. (laughs) Legend. But anyway.
1: But yeah, so yeah, I guess, so I guess Jannetty is saying that the guy that he, he went to buy, I guess, marijuana from, we were on the back and and tried to anally, like, assault him.
0: And so he he grabbed the brick. uh, Oh wait, wait. There's more. There's more information. Yeah, there's I more, didn't know yeah, about I guess this. He's given,
1: yeah, he's given other interviews to, to somebody else. It, yeah, it was basically like the the guy tried to assault him mentally, so he you know hit him with a brick before the guy could do anything to him. Um, and then he said, I guess he says later on that he he didn't think the man deserved to die, but he did deserve to get his ass beaten. He said he did he, like so. I, I don't
0: know. I mean, I, 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 like I'll say it like this: you know, it could be. You know, let's let's not make light of this because it could be that right. um, you know, yeah, maybe he he was basically sexually assaulted and and uh and and stuff happened. But it's like again, it's 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 how he tweeted th- that out, you know, or how he uh right. messaged it out that I have the problem with. But like the actual act of like if if this is what happened and Marty was just a young kid and stuff, that's fucked up. It it really is. It really right. is. Um, especially with you know this whole like. I don't want to say the whole speaking out movement, but I, I, I would say it's brave I would say it was brave of him to come out and say it, but again, right. it's just the the way he said it was almost like, like, I don't want to say attention seeking. Like, I, I feel like that makes downplays it, but it's like, I, I just don't feel like he said it, right. right. Yeah.
1: Well, I guess the police are looking into it. I guess according they to are. They TMZ. Instant, instantly pretty <laughs> yeah. much kind of. Uh, <laughs> like, wow. kind of went and
0: said, I even, I, oh man, I, yeah. I I put a TMZ article out. I said Marty Jannetty arrested for murder for killing his career. <laughs> uh, <laughs> wow, man, this is crazy. But then you know, this, you know, you know, yeah. we kind of, I like. I, I wonder. Like, this is one of those things where it's like we. And I'm I'm actually taking a step back because of how you said it. Because I'm like, man, are we doing this because it's a guy that this happened to? Like, if this was a, mm-hmm. a woman that this happened to, would we would we approach this with different energy? Then Correct. again, no, because we saw that Sunny, uh, we we approached that with the same energy because she tweets out like a Marty yeah. Gennetti. <laughs> Which is the wrong approach <laughs> Which is the wrong way to go about things But still I oh. I, don't know, I guess maybe this was on his mind and, and like I feel like this is one of those things like if it was really on your mind You should have gone to the authorities first As opposed to publicly messaging just, it out but yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: But I guess he's going to do stuff with this lady So maybe he just brought back all this
0: All the stuff and just Yeah. for like, her, her Jamaican jealousy Like what the fuck yeah. do you mean by that? Like how do you, how do you play that <laughs> off as not racist? you know you know you jamaican women are all jealous that's literally what he's saying like you know how you are so again wrong verbiage that's i think that's what it is but um speaking of, of people denying other people um i did tweet out that i wanted to start a, a, a tampa chapter of the robert stone brand fan club and uh robert stone oh. tweeted he tweeted uh, replied to the tweet and he said denied.
1: No, yeah. why? <laughs> so, what an why asshole! Is he not, you know, <laughs> you know,
0: I want to rule his asshole with he a not, Why is he not about this? I just want to start a fan club for the Robert Stone brand. I would have been the only person there, and then he denies me. No, but he's cool. Like that's cool that he responds to people. Um, yeah. Chris Hamrick says, by the way, he says, "Tell Marty I have a lawyer. He's pretty good. He once got me <laughs> off a sodomy charge reduced to tailgating." <laughs> fantastic look at this hamrick has
1: lived a life he knows exactly (laughs) you didn't get that did you
0: brandon tailgating (laughs) yes yes yes. okay i'm about to say like it looked like you (laughs) yeah i don't know you point like you're the type of guy that points to the wrong injured eye so i can't imagine like you selling an injury in wrestling like the right knee gets hurt and then all of a sudden you're like oh (laughs) yeah i i couldn't do that yeah i would forget which which do it was i don't have to like dude let's get into this man let's pick that energy up because uh this has been a crazy crazy week in wrestling so obviously we talk about the the marty the marty genetti stuff you know quickly let's touch touching the fact that aew signed eddie kingston so that's really good like i'm glad i'm glad the mad king has a place to be um he deserves it after all the years of you know toiling in the independent scene um and and speaking of um you know dynamite um here's a really really Fun fact that I was looking up the episode list of Dynamite, and I, it made me realize something. So, um, obviously, Dynamite's been around, um, I think the statistic is, what, 40, 43 episodes, 44 episodes, somewhere there? Well, I was okay. looking up the, the episodes um, that had a crowd, and uh, it was only 23 episodes that had a crowd. There have been 21 to date without fans. Um. So, come end of August, there's going to be more episodes without a crowd for AEW Dynamite than there was with a crowd. So, kudos. Like, hey, we can give AEW shit. We can talk crap about storylines. You know, obviously, Wrestling Twitter went crazy about the damn women's division this week. But, like, the fact that they've been able to survive this whole pandemic uh, and operate their business successfully is nothing short of amazing. In their first year of operations no less
1: they found a way to make it work exactly they
0: bumped up their ratings a bunch too for this episode yeah absolutely which is is nice to see absolutely so i mean nine let's talk about that nine hundred and one thousand um, for AEW Dynamite and NXT with a uh, 753,000. So that's a pretty big gap. So that means a lot of people opted for AEW. And uh, who do you think that you know? I, I didn't see the breakdown, but I kind of have a feeling I know who, why that was. Uh, who mm. do you think? Who do you think caused that shift in ratings? <laughs> the Democrat, of course. He thinks so? well. he was part of that segment but i think think it was eric bischoff like i think eric bischoff showing up on tnt that's for the first time in 20 years that's huge man huge and, you know, we we broke the internet, by the way. Like, when we... I don't know if you know this. There's a couple thousand views on all those still stupid videos. I Look, I would have showered that day if I had known we'd gone viral. You know, no, I'm just kidding. I did shower, but, yeah. but I cleaned up a little bit. <laughs> he brushed my yeah. hair. Brandon and I do some stupid videos making fun of Brian Alvarez because of uh, the Hangman Adam Page moonsault where Brody Lee's just kind of staring. And they did explain it on commentary. But I tongue-in-cheek was like, you see this shit? Why, why, is, why is Brody Lee just staring at him? Because... I was basically making fun of Brian Alvarez on how he would critique WWE, and then of course, oh man, the comp, some of the comments I got, which which yep. again let me know who to block because it's good because you fucking idiot, <laughs> no. you're such a fucking mark, blah blah blah, and I'm like, okay, so you're never gonna watch our podcast <laughs> or interact with us properly anyway, block. And then you got the people Dang. that know me and know that I've just obviously, obviously we're watching AEW Dynamite, like obviously we're we're part of that nine hundred and one thousand. You know, and, and it was a solid dynamite. It was one of the best episodes uh, I can think of. And I'm talking about, like, right. crowd or no crowd. Or no uh, crowd, yeah. It was, like, remember, we were like, whoa. I mean, b- granted, Brandon fell asleep for a little bit. But then <laughs> once the Orange Cassidy. I
1: was up, yeah, bro, I was, I was in. I was locked in, man. man. Once Bischoff came out, okay, I was like, "What?" Because I didn't know I hadn't been reading up on any, you know, rumors or anything. So I didn't know he was coming back to the show, or going to be, you know, the moderator for for that segment. So it was like, "Well, I what heard the rumors. Heck? I so, heard he's...
0: rumors of it." And uh, yeah, Hamrick says I'm telling Albert. Tell his ass. Tell... <laughs> 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 I just... Kid, was hating. Kidney was hating on. <laughs> yeah, I was not. Dude, I was not man. happy with Brian Albert. Again, to to touch on it, it was it was the eye for an eye match. When he was criticizing the Eye for an Eye match, of like, okay, why are there Hurricane Ranas when uh, the match is about ripping an eye out? And that's exactly the energy that I gave. I was like, I was like, why is, uh, why in a 12 man tag where it's supposed to be a pinfall, how come, you know, how come they're fighting and doing moves? It's like, it's the same thing you can say. It's like, it's wrestling. It's wrestling. Like, come on now. I'm less bitter than some people who are in the business. So that's kind of weird. <laughs> <laughs> i'm not quote unquote one of those toxic wrestling fans that uh made brandy rhodes leave her freaking perch on a on oh, a twitter Brandi. i don't mean it like that but you know they just made her deactivate her twitter talk, you about, see that. What talk about that talk about that because i I, really, I don't know much about it i know you read up on it so uh or did you this is like yeah this is the, well you know you know me but uh <laughs> yeah you see the thing <laughs>
1: The thing—it's crazy. It's like you know, people are trying to do something right, or you know, what they
0: perceive as right. You know, well, let's, help let's, people let's, out. Let's kind of talk about why before you get into it. What what happened? So, um, they did uh, something called AEW Heels, which is you know, um, play on words—a little pun. Heels, obviously, meaning bad guys in professional wrestling, but in this case, meaning you know, women heels. You know, like like the shoes. So, um, AEW Heels, uh, fifty dollars annually. Uh, it's supposed to be a safe place. Um, you know, for female fans and you know i'll be blunt i'm a guy and i've been to wrestling events and i've seen what female fans go through as a guy i've seen hmm. it you know what i mean much less the creepy dms and stuff and you know tiff if tiff was here you know she would tell you she gets creepy dms all the time you know <laughs> the, so the, the you know, yeah, yeah you know you got creep creepers coming in and just saying stuff like that's a nice aew shirt why'd you take it off you know like just uh, they're so fucking witty with it you know but um, yeah. so that's the whole point of AEW Heels is like to kind of just have this safe community and, and um, uh, for women. And again, it's annually. It's $50 annually. And I think right. that's where they lost people uh, because it was like $50. People just saw $50 without thinking about Which 5 divided by 12 or 50 divided by 12 is not a lot. You know, right. so um, I for think the I, access you're, you're getting. Yeah, right. And, the then, stuff. and then it became like everybody focusing on. Uh, the women's division being being bad hey you know let's talk yeah. you know we talked about this in, in our exclusive chat um on uh, the AKFYT fan, uh, top fans chat on twitter which again is exclusive if you want to be a part of that you dm me let me know just don't dm me and ask me to take my AEW shirt off or anything creepy like that <laughs> all right because you'll see aew dicks real yeah. fast and what i mean only, by that is i'll be a fans. dick not let me well, let me say that back because i think someone's yeah. going to Think, take that wrong. I meant that I'm going to be a dick to you. <laughs> if <he does> <laughs> AEW, that's really wrong. Uh, I should think about what I say. Dude. <laughs> but, um, you know, okay, and, and I'm reading comments in the chat. Uh, you know, Brandon should release a PSA on not throwing money at people to date you. Yes, uh, but Brandon does do that. He tries. $400. I forgot to release that video, by the way. We actually, we actually have a video of Brandon trying to court... Yeah um alexa bliss and maybe if if we to have to some like- time maybe i can play it but brandon um speak, so aw Hills, uh, like like yeah. we were saying um supposed to be just a, a safe place for for women uh female wrestling fans so go ahead Evan, what you were gonna say
1: Yeah, I was going to say, you know, they're they're trying to do the right thing, sort of feature the women, you know, have a place for female fans to come in and check it out. But then, like you said, the whole thing sort of devolved into, oh, wait a minute, you already have a two-hour show. Why aren't you featuring the women on the show, you know, that you already have? You're doing a terrible job at it already. Um, You know, why is there a paywall for this? And it's like, are are you going to allow, you know, transgender people in order to, you know, sign up for your service, you know, as Uh, well? That's a good good one. Uh,
0: You know, I I didn't think about that one, but I, you know, actually, don't scratch that. Let me fix that. Because Nyla Rose is a part of the promotion for that. And so I think that's exactly what they're saying is like, they don't have to specifically say it, but they're saying if you identify as woman, come, like, come. This is a safe space for you. And I don't think, I don't think people are realizing, I think they would allow like respectful um men in there too you know what i mean like i, I think that's what what's yeah, going on so. here yeah, is I to create so. yeah. like i'll say it like this right let's be blunt wrestling is predominantly male based and then you know allowing like this is the kind of like the shoe no pun intended the shoe on the other foot where it's predominantly women based and then allowing you know everybody to be respectful of that like this it's not a bad thing i don't know how people uh, misconstrued this i mean the transgender community obviously would be allowed into this i don't think there's any question where they know oh, this is for people who are born female like that's putting your own stupid personal views into it and then in terms of like talking about the um the women not having a you know I, i've been a little critical of, of their place on dynamite but before i even get into that I, nyla rose had a really that. good perspective uh nyla rose had yeah. a really good perspective which is like i don't think anybody's realizing we have our own fucking show on mondays now like as in like that's a huge thing that aew is dedicating this whole youtube show because they can't just get network tv for everybody but they have a dedicated show on youtube and of course if something comes of this if the ratings are good now they have proved to show to tnt hey we can do an all women show something like that so so i think aew is doing that right however again going back to that top fans chat that i was i was talking about um and i really appreciate this uh the females in the chat asked my opinion on the the women's division and i was like i try not to give it too much on social media because if i'm a little bit overly critical it's going to be taken as a male giving an opinion on on females and i get that because there's so much toxicity with toxic masculinity in talking about the women's division that i don't want to be that person i want to you know basically just put the good foot forward and say hey the women's division's doing good um but you know since we're in like a safer space here with the podcast and again because i (laughs) can space Right. But no, bluntly, because uh, the females in that chat, the women in the chat basically said, Kenny, but we know your point of view. We know you're respectful. So we want to know your opinion. So I'll just kind of uh, broadcast it here, which was um, I essentially said I'm really not happy with the AEW women's division. Um, And part at first, that was their fault. I would say that was 100 percent their fault because You know when they put the title on rio and stuff there i told you there's no generals there were no generals in the women's division so there was nobody you could really like have as a pillar of the division it was just a whole bunch of new women never really had the platform before and they were thrown out there then aew started getting it together they started pulling in. Uh, they had Nyla Rose kind of take a position there. They had uh, Chris Statlander taking a good position. They stopped running with Britt Baker as a babyface, which they were trying to, so hard to make her a top babyface, mm-hmm. and she's not meant for that. She, is, she kills it in her role as a heel. So they started realizing, like, oh, we can't do that. Like, we can't do that with Britt Baker. So they started getting it together. And then happenstance, they pretty much lost all these women at, like, the same time. Chris Dantlander <laughs> went down with an injury. Britt Baker went down with an injury. And look, I can sit there and go, it was sloppy that they threw Nyla Rose onto Britt Baker. I can say that all day. But at the end of the day, it's wrestling. It, it, you know, it's, it's, you, you're going to get hurt. It was just bad Apparently, timing yeah. on everything. And so when those two went down with an injury, it's like who really could step up? You had Penelope Ford come up. They had Big Swole come up. But again, it's like you know, you had all of these characters being invested with and then not only that, it, you didn't have a crowd on top of that. Like, really think about that. You can't really judge these newer athletes when there's no crowd to really judge them off of. So it's hard. It's a hard spot that they got put in. Okay? Yeah. Now, to be fair... I've been a little bit critical of the fact that they haven't given enough, uh, like a lot of time to the women's division. I get where people are coming from. This is the thing. I get it. Like I get if you have a two hour show and you have a two minute woman segment, it makes it look a certain way. Because I told Brandon like the week before when they had, you know, the Sheeta match, it's like that is, and that that match was a little sloppy. I'm going to be blunt. There was a little bit of mistiming, you know, things were, were weird. And if that is your only women's segment to go off of, Bluntly, the um, casual audience that doesn't normally watch AEW that's maybe giving it a chance—if that's their one and done, you know, especially if it's a chauvinistic asshole, might be like, "Look, they're, <laughs> their women suck and buy." So to me, it's like you put women in multiple segments because you need to show off. If if one if one match sucks, I mean, I'll say it like this: there was a couple matches in the men's division that were sloppy too. Oh right, oh yeah, but they get yeah. overshadowed yeah. because there are other male matches. When you have one bad female match. It looks a certain way. And that's it. Yeah. Right. And that's, that's what I'm getting at. That's just statistics. That's not, nothing against the women. So that's where I think it's irresponsible. And I think that's what people are trying to convey without, but they don't know how to communicate that. Um, now, that being said, I like, I really like that two minute segment. I told Brandon, I said, look, is, does it really, and again, I'm a glass half full guy. Admit that, I admit mm-hmm. that all day. It's like, was it really a bad thing if the women's segment was one of the best segments on the show? Because Brandon, like Brandon Bluntley, was not feeling it. He was tired. He just came home from work. I'm gonna give give him credit. Like, I don't want you all to think Brandon was like falling asleep. He he was tired, man. And and the women's segment came and he his energy picked up. And I saw it. And I was like, okay, like that two minute segment did more for the women's division than a twenty minute minute match could have. You know what I mean, and they had their own show. Again, glass half full. Again, I get it. I get what we're dealing with here. But they had their own hour show. They had a really bombed like segment on AEW Dynamite. Like I think the women's division's on the up and up. My opinion, up and up, yeah. They're doing the right (laughs) things, but getting. Go ahead. What were you saying? I was going to say, do do you think if
1: maybe they should have. Built it. I don't know if she was ready at the time, but maybe they should have built it around
0: sort of Brandy Rhodes as like the focal point. You can't do that though. That, that's, the pro, that's the problem. Is like yes, yes, and no. And I think that's okay. the issue that they're running into with Brandy Rhodes being in that that role, because Brandy Rhodes can really be the person to take it to up up. But then right. if it's her, people are going to be like, well, she's an executive. She's you know, right. she can't right. be in that role. And then it becomes right. like, you know, ne- nepotism in that sense. And, and that's how right. people are going to view it. And it's like, to me, you know, they're in an, in an unenviable spot, which is like, I feel like they need a real big name in the women's division to kind of just put those eyes in it. I've said this before, forget right. that it's women versus men. I'm just talking about this in terms of division. When Moxley came in, when Jericho came in and stuff, you paid attention to all of that because you're like, wow, there are some big names Former WWE names that have come into AEW that I want to watch. The women's division doesn't have that. As good as the women's division is, that is what they're missing, right? Even WWE Mm -hmm. got it in the cruiserweight division. They brought back, like, the Brian Kendricks. They brought in, at the time, Zack Sabre Jr. for the tournament. You know, they brought in Kota Ibushi. They brought in names that they were like, you know, you stack the new names, but then you get the big ones to kind of help the the other names come up here. Who do they have that, that does that? Like I said it to, before to Brandon, no. I said even look at the April releases in WWE, they didn't release a lot of women, as in like, and, and not that I want them to, I'm just saying like they AEW doesn't have a, a chance to cherry pick some from some of these April releases. Like if a Mickey James had gotten released, they could have pulled in a Mickey James. The, somebody pick up, yeah. You see what I'm saying? They could have pulled in a Mickey James. I, I really wish they'd gotten Deanna Perrazzo. I feel like she could have filled that role, but even then, she's still a newer name. But you know, like who else like these are the only names i can really think of that could do it you have madison rain you have angelina love you have velvet sky you have trish stratus you have lita you know they did a really good job on on um by bringing in uh, medusa to at least talk about the division but she doesn't wrestle anymore Mm. but you get you get my point it's like who's there to teach who's there to fill that veteran role and hit me up in the chat right now if i'm missing a name right. let me know right. let me know if there's somebody that could that could uh be brought in yeah right. and, and i i will say that to be fair to to
1: AEW, they, they at least they did try to be an alternative and do something different by featuring sort of the Joshi like wrestling yes so that yeah so we should actually kind of give them but there know, was props a, for that. they tried it props. out
0: whether it worked or not that's one thing and i was going to say i don't try think something different yeah correct and and that goes back to you know Sometimes in wrestling, you got to try and fail, and that's okay as long as they got buzz. And, you know, they, like you said, they brought in some Joshi, Joshi people, um, some Joshi wrestlers, and um, the, the Rihos and the Emmy Sakuras. You know, I just have to say her name. Um, and they tried, but, you know, obviously COVID kind of put the squash on that because, you know, there's no traveling and things like that. Um, but at least they tried. That's how you find out. You know, there was a little, to me, there was a little bit of a culture uh, culture clash there in terms of like they wrestle more serious styles. And uh, I don't think, I don't know if it translated as well, uh, with the audience. That's my take. Um, but yeah, uh, well, Fernando's saying Vicky, Vicky as well. Vicky's good. Don't get me wrong. Vicky's amazing. She brings eyes to the vision, but like she doesn't wrestle. You know what I mean? She's not a focal point in that sense. Um, we talk about, uh, Taekonchi coming in, um, which by the way, I don't know why she's not calling herself. I supposedly her real name is Tainara, which is her, was her WWE name. So it's like, why can't you just call yourself Tainara? Or at least Tainara Kanchi. You know what I mean? But I don't know. Kanchi's not her a real last name, apparently. So. Uh B Priestley is actually really good. She needs to come back. Yeah, sure. I agree with that one. Uh, oh, yeah. she needs to step in that role. But how the hell do you have Ali? At least at first I'm talking about like how the hell did yeah. they have Ali and not really do anything with her? Like Ali was hot coming off of TNA. Or impact wrestling, I should say. Was was hot. As in like she had the hottest storyline with like Rosemary and that whole thing. And then it's like, they cooled her down. I feel like with AEW. And that's the thing I'm, I'm already noticing that with AEW is like they need to strike while the iron's hot sometimes and, and really go mm. for it. Like example, like Matt Hardy, I get it. I get why they're not doing it, but why is Matt Hardy just like himself? I get what they're doing. They want, they want to save that character for the crowd eras, but it's like, yeah. Yeah. And Pr- Priscilla that's Kelly, yeah, yeah. Priscilla, Priscilla. Oh yeah, That's a good one. She was in for
1: one match, right? Yeah, they yeah, did like yeah. A I agree. Thing. I yeah. agree
0: that Priscilla Kelly. Uh, that that could be your big your big name too. She's got a, enough notor. Whether it's good or bad press, she got enough of, of a name that people at least know that name. That's a that's a good example. But again, I'm I'm looking for the ring generals. I'm looking for the Mickey Jameses, the Michelle McCools, the you know the something. I know I'm probably gonna get heat for saying Michelle McCool, but you know like <laughs> somebody they could bring in. Um, to at least help the division. You know, you need a female Roman Reigns. That's probably what I'm trying to get at. Like, people they don't give them credit, sh- yeah. but you know, you can put that name up there and sell tickets. They should have brought in Cameron, bro. They messed up. They did. This the opportunity. They did. She wrestled on, dude, that's to, that to tell you you watched the show. She wrestled on, uh, on the Women's uh, Tag oh, Tournament you, show. Oh, my gosh. You know what? <laughs> I thought, you know what I was getting confused
1: with? <laughs> with uh, Slave version with TLA for some <laughs> God dang it. Oh, no. Well, the the quote-unquote quote, TNA fan. Yeah. And, and uh, yeah, I don't think
0: she's officially signed with AEW. That is the, uh, correct, okay. that is the correct way to say it, Brandon, that uh, okay. they should sign her. Yeah. Uh, and, dude, this is, a good, uh, uh, this is a perfect example from Hollis. The closest they had was probably Scarlett Bordeaux. Scarlett Bordeaux would have been a huge name. Uh, Mercedes Martinez would have been a big name. But WWE scooped up these names. Um, so, yes yes and yeah if Ariane andrews is the savior of the tna uh, tna aew women's division <laughs> you're doing something wrong no i but truth be told i don't i do not like ariana <laughs> why andrews not, bro huh? why not she lost why me not? when she went for the split pin on was it naomi that she went off of or layla or something and and she had her turned the other way that's when she lost me it was like 2014 she could do no good in my eyes it's like they, you they, brandon they, like you could do yeah. no good in my eyes you need to
1: get Naomi over. They're, they're not using her right over the WWE. Get Naomi at AEW.
0: Like
1: oh, her. man. Yeah. He's, Naomi
0: could, <laughs> hey, all jokes aside, there's a name that could translate. That's what I'm saying. Like, if Naomi left the WWE and went to AEW, she's got enough of a name that it's like, okay, let's do something with her. And by the way, Brandon, your head's clipped on the thing. Oh, Jesus. There you go. Lean back a little bit. There Jesus. Go. I, got, I got too excited. I was looking at Naomi. You're just trying to cause anarchy. Just like yeah. retribution on Raw. <laughs> So it's like, dude, what is up with it? How do we feel about this group, man? Retribution it's, is what they're calling I themselves. I guess they're it's kind of cool. It's kind of topical. It, what it the reminds fuck happened Sanity? Sh- like, they, 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 this is what they should have done with Sanity. Sanity should have been throwing stuff and they're, causing they're, fires. They're, yeah. This is exactly what they should have done. But who do you think's in this group? I, I kind of have a feeling of who I think it is.
1: Right. Uh, yeah. Like I was saying, it's cool. It reminds me sort of of the, the, I guess it's a protest slash riots that you have kind of going on now, like the Antifa sort of thing. I didn't think about yeah, that. I didn't think yeah, about that. Yeah. That's kind of what, what I'm getting the vibes of. But uh, I don't know who who is going to be. The, I, you heard them like talking when they're like throwing stuff and like the voices weren't recognizable. I definitely
0: saw a female in there. Like you I, saw I, a definitely, in their I definitely, yeah. uh, um, I definitely, yeah. One of just like NXT people or something, maybe or something so, like that. So, so my thing is, I think. Um, I think this is going to be a group led by Aleister Black oh, um, wow, okay. because I, there's rumors of him getting repackaged and they pretty much wrote him off with injuring his eye. So I, I, I can kind of see this being an Aleister Black kind of thing. Um, and I do think it's got some NXT call ups. I think, you know, you, you where's Vanessa Bourne been, for example? <laughs> um, she's been gone for a little bit. You got um, Dominic Dijakovic ha, is rumors of him being called up so I could see him fitting in there. Um, so you know there, there are some of these names that I could see being brought in. You know the I was gonna call him Baba Tunde, but what the hell is uh, I don't know Kaba? What did they call him on Rock? Kata Ooh. Kata Kaba? <laughs> oh the dude in the underground. Yeah. Underground yeah, stuff. Yeah. That,
1: that dude was j- yeah. was, was huge. Though, Somebody yeah, saying Champa.
0: Was... Yeah. You know what's funny? I didn't even realize, but Champa's been missing for a little bit. Champa. Mm-hmm. But if you have Champa come up and he's led by Alister Black, that's you gotta have Champa lead that group. You gotta have Chompa lead that group, in, in my eyes. But then, to me, what scares me is, like, Chompa reminds me of Eric Young. As in, like, that type of role. Like, he's psychotic. And look right. what they did with him. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, hopefully, hopefully is, it's a good thing. Yeah. But, this I, is
1: interesting, but what still, still kind of bothered me was, uh, I was like, the forgotten sons. <laughs> like, I don't know. They forgot about him. I haven't seen him. I don't know what's going on. I don't know if they thought maybe the angle was too uh touchy feely with sort of uh the other wrestlers like how they felt no, about man. it like stuff with no, like no, well, I mean gunner.
0: we talk, dude we don't need to get into that because we talked about uh, it I mean we talked about yeah. that why why they um they got rid of them but getting back into it man let's 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 get on better energy man we're 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 talking yeah. about um let's talk about raw underground raw underground was actually this, this is my thing right so a lot of a lot of people have been given raw underground shit, and they've been given raw shit in general. And what I always tell people is, like, um, like what, what is up with people having a problem with everything new? So it goes back to what you were saying. If you have a new something that you're trying to try, what? like, I'll say it like this. You can say it was crazy. You can say it was quirky. You can say that um, you didn't like it, but you can't say it was boring. Because it had my attention, especially
1: yeah. You got Shane on back there. I was like, oh snap! I had Shane in in a little bit, so it's like, oh cool, Shane's here. There's a lot of just crazy stuff that's going on. And Raw was actually
0: good. Like Raw (laughs) was good in the uh, the dancers. Like. Uh, I forgot to load up a video, but I was actually, yeah. I had a video of Brandon dancing so that I was going to load <laughs> it and I was going to say it was a, a Kenny for your thoughts dancers here. But what was weird? And I'm not even here to argue if like we should have females dancing on screen, but it was like in 2020, it kind of felt weird for WWE to do it. Uh um. Do you know yeah, saying? Like, like, they've
1: kind of moved and they've kind yeah. of moved
0: like into a, a different PG direction kind of thing, and, yeah, and PG well. and stuff yeah. like that. So, it's like to have women dancing, like, you know, I don't want to say like strippers, but like, it, it felt like weird to me. Again, but I'm That's not why even... it's
1: underground.
0: That's why I, I can get away with it. <laughs> what's up with right? the third hour of Raw? They try so <laughs> freaking hard to, like, it'll be edgy and it'll be raw <laughs> underground and stuff like that. But it was funny. I saw memes of, like, Shane McMahon's here to announce Brawl for All 2. And they were memes pretty much what he announced was the brawl for all too but this is how brawl for all should have been done by the way guys it should have never been oh, a legitimate fight it should have been this like that kind of mma style underground sort of yeah fight. Yeah, yeah street so, fighting kind of feel, fight club i mean i'm excited to see what they do with it i, I like the hurt business kind of overtaking it i thought that was a really good thing yeah. you know um oh, but it's, anyway <laughs> yeah it's definitely a cool way to Introduce certain talent, you know,
1: have them come in there on the underground and like, you know, destroy some guy. It's it's
0: cool to feature him that way, I think. Dude, the craziest thing though, I knew this would be a crazy week in wrestling. Once they, <laughs> I woke up on Monday morning and the freaking Rock bought the the XFL. Nice, the XFL will live on. We the, thought the, it like the done. Rock teamed up with his uh, <laughs> with die. his company. Um, you know his his former his ex wife. Uh, I think her name's Danny. I don't know how to say Danny Garcia, Danny Garcia. Uh, so she's part owner as well. Um, and they revived the XFL. That's crazy. I don't like to me, right? If you're asking me, I feel like Vince McMahon knew about that. Like, I feel like the rock went and got Vince's blessing to do it. Like, I don't think he would just scoop it up, um, yeah. without Vince knowing. So obviously he can't say that. And, and legally he can't say anything, but I'm sure, I'm sure Vince at least knows about it. And will um, have some input you know in terms of like the rock contacting him and things like that um yeah, that's actually a really good point yeah. mason says i wish wade barrett was still there so he he would suit this so much talking about the underground stuff because yeah you remember yeah. those segments in 2012 the with bare, bare knuckle, knuckle, knuckle fighting yeah yeah, yeah yeah. so so yeah he definitely would fit in but you were saying Brandon.
1: Yeah, I was saying that's it, cool that they were they're still able to sort of keep the XFL afloat because you know they're still they're still hiring a bunch of people. You know, you had people working for it. I thought they were doing all right. You know, before the COVID stuff hit really hard and just sort of killed everything. Right. Um. So I think if they had had more time to stick around, I think you would have had some traction. You know, add a little bit of following, people watching it. So, at least if anything, they get it back up and running. You know, people have somewhere else
0: to play as well. You know, as an alternative. See, yeah, I was I was kind of pissed off that like it, it got a one seat, one and done season again. And, yeah. and the reason I was mad was was not necessarily because of it being over, but because of the perception of the XFL going forward. It would be like, you see, they failed again. It was like, no, this, yeah. this time around was so much better than the first time around and it deserved to go on. Um, so that's what I was, I was mad about. And I'm like, ah, oh, but like, I get it. Like you can't survive. That, again, that's why I give so much credit to AEW. XFL faced that, their first right. year of operations freaking covid hit it's like what can you do at that point you know because like that first year of operations you're already taking a loss because you're trying to invest so much money to bring this up yeah. so again AEW's just been really impressing me in, in that sense and uh, the, Tala- the tallahassee tooth fairies is the name of a team for by mason there um but yeah like, <laughs> you know the, i can't wait to see this i think dare i say i think it'll be more successful with the rock involved I remember. I, I'll say it like this: yeah. Who opened up the Super Bowl this year? Who was in that video package that they showed? Oh, it was the freaking Rock. That's how big of a name the Rock is. The Rock that transcends professional wrestling. So now, hopefully, the stigma of professional wrestling will leave the XFL with Vince McMahon, and uh, just be taken as a legitimate sport. Um, so I'm, I'm really happy. I'm excited, and I I, I think the ratings for you know this, the um, the upcoming season of the XFL would be phenomenal just having the rocks name tied to it so just saying um a little sidebar by the way uh 28 years uh this week since uh, ron simmons became became the first african-american world champion and then you go wow 28 years but then you start going wow it's only been 28 years for a first black world champion and that's kind of crazy oh, uh, yeah uh, but, but s- yeah speaking of crazy uh nikki nikki bella had her baby last friday and uh, uh brie bella had her baby on saturday Look at that. They even plan out their pregnancies. They, like, they have know, the, like, they the they pregnancies one day after out. each yeah. other. <laughs> yeah. Brandon, and sure. they never wrestled pregnant, Brandon, like Brandon wanted them to. That's I know. They could have done it, too,
1: which is what's really ticking me off. They could have really helped out the division. If you all don't remember we're that, go,
0: somebody tell me what episode that was because Brandon believed that the Bellas were going to wrestle pregnant, and it was the, the, the thing I, of, legend. Was a a of legend. It would have been a huge
1: match. No. Huge match. Brandon's the most gullible person match. I've ever
0: met in my life. But it's okay, Brandon. Um,
1: <laughs> oh, what is this about uh, the, the Nia Jax punching Becky? Oh, dude, there's, <laughs> like, there's just
0: a lot of uproar about like um, people don't like that the Nia Jax uh, punch was credited to the Becky Lynch's arise and it was like no that was the that was the pivotal moment of like when becky stepped up but it was just kind of like a happenstance it, it wasn't because of the punch it was because of what the punch caused it caused that right. visual of becky with the blood in the crowd and just doing that and that's become her iconic image so it's kind of it just right. contributed to it it was like a catalyst in that sense but uh, you know you got the becky stands kind of on on twitter <laughs> going like no she's just not reduced to that of course she's not reduced to that and if you think she's reduced to that, you're an idiot. Like She was already stepping up with uh, turning heel on Charlotte and going a certain way. She, her, she was on the right trajectory. This just took her over the top. Just boiled yeah, it I, over, you know?
1: I think it helped, like especially with that the man persona sort of thing, the whole
0: thing, and seeing the blood and the, and the intensity there in that segment. Yeah, it was dude. important. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely, man. And um, here's a question I have, I have to ask. What the hell happened to Apollo Crews? Because it's night and day difference with him. Uh, they finally gave him a push. <laughs> And all of a sudden he knows what to do. Like he cuts a good promo. He's been stepping it up in the ring. It's like it's crazy to see how sometimes all people need is just a little bit of inspiration. MVP, and man. He's been the key. MVP is getting been, everybody oh, over man. right now, bro. He's the one that's pushing everybody. Absolutely. Um but Brandon, we're going to start wrapping this thing up, but let me uh let you know, I think we'd be doing ourselves a disservice if we didn't talk about the uh debate between Chris Jericho and Orange Cassidy. Okay. Um, obviously with the return of Eric Bischoff, there was a ready, uh, just a really good vibe. And, uh, I just want to talk about orange Cassidy. I mean, you saw the segment, go watch it. If you're not, <laughs> I'm not here to talk about the segment. The segment was phenomenal, but I'm here to talk about how good orange Cassidy is. And people are not giving him credit. And I compared him to the undertaker and that got me a lot of heat. Cause I'm like, oh, he's like the modern day undertaker. And people are like, how is he like the undertaker? And I'm going to tell you why. Back in 1991, The Undertaker came in, he's one of the best workers in the business. Okay? The Undertaker could do things at 6'10", that some people couldn't do at 5'9". And he knew that, he could jump over the top rope. He could um, walk, the top, walk the top rope. He could do all these things and could move at a fast pace. He came in as The Undertaker. And you know, he won't give himself enough credit for this, but he had the wherewithal to slow down. He had the wherewithal to say, I can do everything and you got to eat some humble pie. If you know you could have the best match on the of the night, but you have a character that doesn't necessarily call for that style and you got to throttle it back down. He understood. He understood that if I give everybody everything right now. I'm probably going to burn out after about three or four years, but if I give them a little bit, you know, and he compares it to, um, you know, uh, Jason or like some of these killers and in movies. Where it's like they move slow, but they always seem to be in the right place. That's mm. the undertaker. He's there. He knows when to like a wham, 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 and then slow right back down. And that takes a lot of skill. That's a lot of talent. We fast forward to 2020. Who does that sound like? Sounds just like Orange <laughs> Cassidy. Because Orange Cassidy understands that you know he's the human sloth. He does this. So he, he doesn't have to cut a promo. He just sits there. But when the time is right, when it's time to you know, pick the pace up in his matches, he just does one dive out of the ring and the whole place goes crazy. Think about that. Think about like, you know, I'm not knocking anybody, but the, how many flips and stuff the Young Bucks do. And they get pops, but they're not the pops Orange Cassidy gets. Orange Cassidy gets a pop because he doesn't do it ever. So when he does it, it's like, wow, that's amazing. That is special when he talked for the first time on the debate <laughs> and it's funny i told brandon this i was calling what he would do before it would happen right yeah yeah i was looking at brandon and i go they're going to ask him some uh like really really poignant question and he's going right. to say it and he's going <laughs> to yeah. answer like and sure enough eric bischoff's like what do you think about global warming and he's like global warming's horrible blah blah it blah, just went off about it and i don't say that to say wow like look at me i knew what he was going to do I'm just telling you, like, there's little things in my brain where I understand what they should do in the business and where it should go. And so when he did it, I popped because I was like, at least my mind is going in the right direction of what they should do with Orange Cassidy, too. That's how you know it's a perfect storm where it's like my mind's thinking that he's doing that. The writers are thinking it. In other words, Orange Cassidy's booking is solid the, uh, the clip on tie what Right, like, the clip-on that was, like, was a perfect example occasion, when yeah. he was like you're not dressed for the occasion I was like oh man Orange Cassidy should put on she, he should have had a clip on tie this whole time and then yeah. sure enough he takes out the clip on tie and he puts it on and Brandon's like, hey, the, like what yeah. happened like you called that and I'm like yeah exactly because I know where they should go with that uh, Chris Hamrick again saying he's going to tell Nick and Matt uh, Jackson on <laughs> me I like the young bucks that's not what I'm saying this is a, char- <laughs> it's a character I'm talking about but this is the same thing with MJF, MJF yeah mjf's a good example of it i don't want to delve too much into it but like he knows how to hone in on his character and not give you too much mjf is going to have a long career because he doesn't need to wrestle as good you know what i mean right a lot of people mistake um being a bad worker with being a smart worker because orange cassidy can wrestle his ass off that's the thing he, he, but he knows he doesn't have to he gives it to you when it's needed there's a lot of uh, you know it's just like a good um it's like a good series on uh netflix or something you don't give it all away at once you got to space you got to it. Episodes. <laughs> you gotta build to it so again i yeah. i tell you orange cassidy is going to have a long career in the wrestling business and if you don't get that you don't understand wrestling because he just screams star power orange cassidy versus mjf prince money mm. Prince money, dude. What do you think? What do you
1: think will end up happening with uh, him versus Jericho? Should he win now, or do, can you put that off till later? You know, I don't know. Build the I don't anymore? know,
0: man. But it doesn't matter because it he's already matter, built. Right? Yeah. That's the yeah. thing. You, it doesn't even matter what the end result is because Chris Jericho has built the built shit out right of Orange now. Cassidy. Yeah. Chris and Jericho segment, yeah. knows how to get people over. If Orange like. He put the the rocket boosters on Orange Cassidy. It's not to take away Mm -hmm. from Orange Cassidy. Orange Cassidy did his part. But holy crap. By the way, a little sidebar. um, I do want to say go to ProWrestlingTees.com slash Kenny for your thoughts. Uh, Thank you, everybody. During the summer sale, we had a plethora of shirt sales just from the last two episode sayings. So we had the peach piece and uh, (laughs) we had the uh, less trunks, more junk. And watch the last episode if you don't understand what that is. But um <laughs> Put the rocket boosters on him, brother. Is that is that the next shirt? That's the next shirt. Um but those are gone now. Those are gone. So you those were exclusive for the summer sale. So keep an eye out on our Pro Wrestling Tee uh store because I will periodically put up some uh exclusive shirts for a couple weeks for some sales. All right. But anyway. Love it. I love it. So SummerSlam is actually rumored, Brandon, to be in Atlantic City, maybe hold about 500 people. Did you hear about that? It was funny. They were talking about Northeast, and they were talking about beach, and I'm like, why don't they do Jones Beach or Atlantic City? exactly yeah. what i was thinking and then sure enough the rumors have come out that atlantic city is the front runner for SummerSlam. Right. well so.
1: yeah you had a bunch of uh i think it was high school baseball they played games with with fans in attendance you had you know right. nascar have people in attendance yeah so you i mean you've had sporting events with people in attendance so i think maybe you can start doing something like this you know start small you know don't get everybody freaked out but uh yeah start small and
0: think you can build from there i think that'll be that'll be great yeah no i think i think so too i mean um Uh, It's bad, but I'd be happy to see fans. I'd be happy to yeah. see fans. I don't maybe necessarily yeah, want masks or I don't do want right? to risk it. Though. People. Yeah, I don't necessarily want to risk it. But if they space them out like really, really yeah. well, like you know, then then maybe. Then maybe we can have it. And I just want SummerSlam to look different. You know what I mean? So, so yeah, even, right. so even the if form- they just do it no, on the beach, <laughs> even if they do it yeah. on the beach, no fans, like that'll be good enough. And maybe they don't invite fans. Maybe they just have people who are on the beach already kind of just be the background. Yeah, all right. You know, you can see Brandon's fat belly just sitting there. You know, <laughs> you
1: know, rubbing at Kamala's father. (laughs)
0: I you said that not me (laughs) but anyway let's wrap up brandon we're talking about probably one of my favorite segments here uh the pat mcafee and adam cole stuff that's been going on if you all didn't know this was a storyline uh i think this sealed the deal here pat mcafee shows up had squashed his beef with adam cole um What's interesting to me was that the Undisputed Era are pretty much babyfaces now, if you're paying attention.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: they they naturally switched, though. They didn't really necessarily say, um, you know, they didn't necessarily say, uh, oh, we're babyfaces now, but you pay attention. They're facing Imperium, you know, for the tag titles. Um, you got Adam Cole at ringside, and Pat McAfee's pretty much the heel in this whole situation. Uh, right. So Pat McAfee is... Dude, how crazy was that at the end of NXT when uh, Adam Cole was just charging at him because he's still calling him short, He's still calling st- telling him all these jokes, and uh... <laughs> <It's a laughs> I gotta amount, read this man. comment. I gotta read this comment. Yeah. If they just borrow all Brandon's inflatable dolls, they can make a whole stadium look packed. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's a, that's what they should do, right? Inflatable <laughs> <laughs> so dolls in to the, in the audience, to uh, the crowd. No, my God, but but anyway, uh, Pat McAfee. Um just punting the shit out of Adam Cole at the end uh making Randy That's Orton punter. look like a bitch boy That's right, with this yeah. with this punt. Holy crap, man. Holy crap. I loved it. I loved it. And bye. I'll see you later everything pro wrestling. I got to get to work pretty soon too, you see. Um amazing. I loved it. I can't wait to see where this feud goes and I'm actually intrigued. Uh our friend Drew texted me was like I actually want Pat McAfee to win this match. I'm like don't let him win unless it's by shenanigans like somebody right, right, comes right, right. out and like like does something to Adam Cole but um no man like i'm excited this is actually Pat McAfee is such a like good heel you know who he should have in his corners uh Pat um Sam Roberts <laughs> Brandon doesn't even know who the fuck Sam Roberts is D- did you see that look on his face no idea see <laughs> ooh uh Sam Roberts is 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 on uh, the pre-shows and stuff too talking a lot of shit oh okay he's got the little fro white guy Little skinny guy. Sam Roberts talks like this. i Sam Roberts. Wow. Okay. Okay. Wow. Brandon's really not a wrestling fan. Didn't even know which eye to point to when you got hurt. I know uh, but Pat McAfee, um, I'm excited for this. I'm excited for Takeover 30. I really am. Anyway,
1: guys. Oh, I remember this guy. Well,
0: oh, I love his hair. Oh no, yeah. Now good, Brandon. Good. Now Brandon Google do. Yes. But anyway, guys, I gotta get, I gotta head out. I got some work to do, so I'm going to head out, but not before killing Brandon, Marty Jannetty style. But I didn't want to leave you. You know what happened. I didn't want to leave you with this because I did find uh, Brandon's cameo video to Alexa Bliss. So I'm gonna go ahead and play that right now, guys. Before you leave, please leave a thumbs up, subscribe, comment something in the in the comments. It helps the algorithm. And uh, have a good day, guys. Thank you so much to the best fans in the world.